Blog Talk Radio. This episode of Attention Talk Radio is brought to you by children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Welcome to Attention Talk Radio, your ADHD information station where we help those with ADHD pay attention to attention. With your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Copper. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to this edition of Attention Talk Radio. I'm your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Copper. Uh, This is part five in a series of managing food, diet, and eating, uh, focused for those with ADHD and executive functioning challenges. Uh, We're going to get to the content in a moment. Before we do, we'd like to thank children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder for bringing this program to you. In celebration of that event, we're anxious to give away free digital copies of Attention Magazine. To get yours, just listen to our show. We'll be sharing a secret word a couple times. Write it down. Listen to another show um, and write down the secret word of that show and then just email me the two words. That's all you need to do. Email address is attention at attentiontalkradio.com. When we get it, we'll forward it to Chad. We'll get you a PDF copy of the current edition of Attention Magazine, and they'll send you a PDF copy of the next edition when it's in print. We have a little tip that we're going to share with you that Chad made, and we'll get into the show. When you have ADHD, putting in an eight-hour workday while maintaining maximum concentration can be a challenge. Here are some strategies to help. Make your physical environment less distracting. Use your laptop, smartphone, or alarm to track appointments and deadlines. Break up long tasks into shorter ones. Take breaks and walk around. Before you leave work, Take five minutes to organize your work area for the next day. To learn more about workplace issues, visit chad.org. Thank you so much, Chad, for your continued support. For those that are not aware, Chad is the largest not-for-profit organization that advocates on behalf of those with ADHD. We encourage all of our listeners to either donate or become members to support Chad. Financial stability is really important for them to have the resources to have people lobbying Uh, on Capitol Hill for the ADHD community and working with different regulatory agencies on wording to make sure that uh, those with ADHD get the accommodations that they need in order to thrive. Again, for more information, to donate or to uh, become a member, go to chadd.org. Okay, so um, let's go back to the beginning when we said setting the stage. We started talking about ADHD. It's an executive function challenge. Um, we started talking about what it is to plan. Basically, planning is uh, grabbing information, retrieving ideas, holding it in your mind, sequencing it, right, over time towards a goal. We try to use the analogy of a GPS to kind of help um, bring a context to it a little bit, and that is you have a GPS, you put in the destination, that's the goal, and it routes the plan to get there. And so you jump in your car and you have the visual image of the map and then the GPS talking to you, that visual imagery and that talk is like the visual imagery in your mind of planning and the talking. People with ADHD have limited capacity. It's hard for them to see into the future or to hold a whole picture of that. So the planning process is all about that, but it's actually organizing and sequencing over time and making adjustments along the way as you get new information. The idea if I jump in my car and I drive out and all of a sudden I realize I need to get gas, I've got new relevant information, I've got to reroute everything and re-update everything. This is really, really effortful. When it comes to meal planning and food, this is the epicenter of an ADHD problem. 
we talked about planning the meals. We talked about preparing meals. We talked about eating meals. Now we're here to talk about cleaning up. Now, there's a strong relationship between meal prep and cleanup, but related to everything. And part of this challenge that we have with ADHD is you begin to take a look at what's involved and what's required, and all the parts have an impact. On the first show, we really talked about, hey, you know, you need to be honest with yourself, and you need to have some self-awareness and not focus on what you think you should do, but what you're going to actually do. And we start thinking about meal planning, and we don't really think about the meals that we have and the impact that we have on cleanup. But often the cleanup part is the real bugaboo. If you have really good intentions, you sit down, you make a bunch of meals, you sit down, you eat it, it comes time to clean it up, and it's a disaster. It doesn't take much time before your kitchen's a wreck. Then you're overwhelmed because it's, you didn't, clearly you didn't like cleaning up to begin with or you would have done it at that time. So it starts to back up. Then it gets to be a problem, become emotional. So any good meal plan requires some type of attention to clean up. Um, we talked about the ADHD brain in the beginning of it, and things that are repetitive and boring are not very exciting to the ADHD brain. It's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to clean things up. Um, it's uncomfortable to attack a kitchen where there's stuff all over the place. It's very challenging and tedious. You've got to move things around. Your hands get cold. I don't like drying my hands off. It's really, really a pain. So you really have to start to think here. I'm going to share my experience with regard to this, and we'll talk about some other things. But for me, um, I talk about people in the context of boredom. Right? The ADC brain doesn't like to be bored. So what you want to do is anything that is really, really boring, you want to find a way not to have to do it if you can if you do have to do it, you need to reduce the number of steps. Once you get that down, if you still have to do it, then what we're trying to do is combine activities um, in order to do it. So I tell people I have a dish dryer. You'd call it a dishwasher, but the drying part's the real hard part for me. Um, and so for the, I, I'm good enough to scrub most of the stuff and get it into the dishwasher, unless it's like baked on grime. That's well, hopefully I'll remember to talk about that in a second. But needless to say, is uh, for me, uh, and I don't like to do the dishes all the time. So everything that I do has an eye for being dishwasher friendly. <clears throat> Cleaning a coffee pot is a pain in the butt. Many of you have Keurigs out there, so you don't have to clean those types of things. I like my coffee very strong, so I have this little thing I bought. It's like two fifty. Actually, got like seven of them uh, that you sit on top of your coffee cup. You put. A filter in it, I pour my coffee in it, and I pour hot water over it. It's time to do the dishes. I take the coffee grounds, I throw them in the trash, I stick the thing in the dishwasher, I put my coffee cup in the dishwasher. It's cook and I need to use a colander. I don't use a colander. It's too big. It takes up too much room because I don't like the dishes that often. So I have this little handheld thing that I take and I um, I'll scoop the spaghetti out a little bit at a time. It's, it's smaller. I can stick it into the the dishwasher doesn't take up a lot of room, but I, I actually use that on purpose. I've got another pot with this funky lid that kind of you swivel it to the side, so you stick it on top, and it's kind of like a strainer. So I, I've gotten that recently for bigger stuff. Um, it can go in the dishwasher. But I also don't make a lot of meals that require huge pots. Um, I also, for the most part, buy pots that, uh, that can go into the dishwasher because, again, if I have to scrub them, um, it's not necessarily something I'm going to do. But the idea here, as you'll notice, is with regard to the whole process, 
if I don't make it easy for me to clean, I'm really not going to do it. Um, when I'm going to make a really big meal, um, I do try to simplify it a little bit and try to keep, like for Thanksgiving, um, I cook a, a turkey on one of those big green eggs or like on the grill. Um, when I'm out there, I actually do, um, uh, what do you call it, green beans. And then inside I have like a, I have a double broiler where I do like uh, mashed potatoes, but I keep it simple. Oh, and I also do the little croissant, croissants, but I actually put foil down and do the croissants on top of that so I don't have to clean the baking rack. I just throw the foil away. You're starting to see the theme here. It's just every time I'm doing this, I'm trying to find a simplistic way in order to reduce the, the prep. Also, if I'm doing something that requires um, me uh, measuring things out, uh, I'll do a lot of where I'm chopping, I'm doing things, and I'll use different types of paper plates or different types of th plastic type of things where I put those in those those areas. Or if I'm um, cooking something, often I don't even like using a measuring cup. I'll just use a plastic cup. I'll pour it in and get a, a good idea of what's going on um, to literally get out of having to clean the um, the measuring cup. Um, it's easy to clean the measuring cup because I'm putting it in the dishwasher. However, it takes up room, so I'm trying to minimize that. Um, I'm also one of those people where if I'm doing rice, uh, what I do is I measure the rice and I stip it into something and then I do the water because I don't want to put the, the, the water in the pot and then the rice because it's going to stick to that because it's just too many steps. Again, you're starting to notice the theme here. If you're going to make this simple, we've got to really kind of break it down um, as, as easy as possible. Um, let's see, we're looking at time here. Um, this will be a shorter episode, a little bit as a result of some of this stuff. We're going to go to break. Um, our secret word is clean up. Um, and we'll be right back after these messages. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, TimeTimer's bright red disc disappears. Visit TimeTimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. Transform lives as a professionally trained ADHD coach at the ADD Coach Academy. ADHD coaching is in demand, a calling, and a career. Learn how you can change lives by going to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Managing ADHD is about pausing before you ponder and proceed. This opportunity to practice pausing is being brought to you by digcoaching.com. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back to... Uh Attention Talk Radio is we're kind of closing out our series on uh, managing food with those with ADHD. Um, we're talking about cleanup at this point in time. Um, I was kind of through the tactical type stuff of literally the dishes that I buy, um, I, I buy them with cleanup in mind. Uh, the size, the shape, what I'm doing with them. Um, I'm going to say some things that I do here. I'm not condoning some of this stuff, but I'm the type of person, I don't mind combination eating. Some of you do. Like, you know, like this food can't touch that food, but I don't have a problem with it. So if I've got maybe some leftovers that I've got in Tupperware and I get done, I'm not afraid of just taking a napkin, wiping it out, and use it again for the next dish that I've got. Um, I'm wiping out getting most of the gunk out of it, but I'm not having to do that dish. Um, I also tell this funny story that back in the uh, day, uh, I was a high-venture scoutmaster, and I'd take a, the kids backpacking. And everybody, I'm sharing this story 
it's a good story, but I know that this has that doesn't seem to be relevant to what I'm talking about, but it's the concept that I think that you need to kind of hold in mind as you do this. And that is when I'm with the boys backpacking, we're on the Appalachian Trail and, you know, you got to pack it in, pack it out. And you, you, eat, you need to eat the food that you have. So one of the things that I would do is discard your leftover food when you're in the middle of nowhere um, and there's critters around is a bit of a challenge to do. So I'd really try to minimize that. So one of the things I would do is uh, you, the, the, the boys would have to cook in groups of two, so we'd have like a pot. So the first group would cook whatever the hell they cooked with it. Didn't allow macaroni and cheese because that stuff sticks. It's a mess. Um, but maybe it's potatoes or whatever. They get done. Um, they eat. Then it goes to the next group. Next group, there's leftover food. The next group eats the leftover food, and then they use that pot to cook it. So it, it kind of moves down that way, and the idea really is you want to run a out of cooked food before you get to the end of it and you pouch it off with like peanuts and stuff like that, that you don't have to cook. So you've got maybe eight guys that are backpacking, but you use one pot all the way through. So you just actually have to clean one pot at the end. Again, it sounds kind of silly, but you can say is, Hey, you know, we're minimizing it because we're reducing the number of those things that we do. Um, these are the types of things that we need to keep in mind when you're trying to do this stuff. Because again, if the dishes pile up, you're going to get overwhelmed and you're not going to want to prepare the next meal the next day. And then everything just kind of falls off the wire to do that. Now, another thing that I do is I like to cook. Um, there's some people that I know that I like to cook. They actually don't like to cook. They're happy to clean. I partner up with that anytime I can. Uh, the idea there really is, is I'm happy to cook. If you're happy to clean. Um, when I do that stuff, I'm, I'm, I'm actually doing a lot of meals um, really at all at one time. Um, another thing that I do is um, I've done this before with my boys when they're around is I have leftovers on something and I put them in Tupperware and we all have our own Tupperware and we got our own fork. Um, as you go eat out of it, you eat out of yours, um, et cetera. The idea is we don't need to pull another dish off the counter to clean that, particularly if we're, uh, it's not a formal meal dinner or something like that. Um, often other things that I do often is sometimes I'll cook or reheat things using, um, Paper, not paper plates, but uh, paper towels and stuff like that. Um, I don't do it now, but back in high school and stuff like that, I used to cook hot dogs. I'd roll a hot dog in the bun up and paper towel, stick it in the microwave and cook it, uh, like heat it all up. Again, when I got done, the paper's done. Again, I'm getting rid of the dishes to make it a little bit easier. Um, I also, whenever you're cooking, I always you have to keep things in mind. Like um, if you're cooking eggs and you like them over easy, the protein's going to you know, kind of stick if they get bumped and the, the, the yellows are oozing all over, but it's hard to get that stuff off. So if I'm going to do something like that, I'm going to do it on a poach way as opposed to it a plate. Again, you're starting to notice is that there's the cause and effect here of everything that you're doing from a meal prep in order from a cleanup. You want to minimize this as much as possible. Um, let's see. What else? What other tips have I got on this piece of it? Um, a lot of this you're starting to use is, is, is going into the, the meal that you're planning um, and the meal that you're ending up with. Is that those are symbiotic relationship with us too between the cleanup part and the dishwasher friendly part? Um, let's see what else. For me, this is a bit of a challenge, but sometimes I'm not in the mood to do dishes, in which case I will literally just submerge them all um, in the in, like like the sink, fill it up over the water, just leave it there overnight. I put a lot of soap in it. I come back down, and you know, there's a willpower thing that I have where I'm able just to to say, listen, this is the deal that I made myself. I'm going to put away but I'm going to get up and kind of clean it the first thing in the morning. Uh, another thing that I do, too, is I do a lot of try to grill out as much as I can because I can minimize a lot of cooking stuff with regards to just put it on that, 
top of the things that I'm doing there, um, which is really somewhat helpful. Um, go to break. When we come back. We'll bring all this stuff together in one fell swoop, and we'll call it the end of a five-part series. Again, our, our secret word tonight is clean up. Um, with that, we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to Attention Talk Radio. We'll return in a moment. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Change your life by learning more about managing ADHD. Other places give you a few tips. The ADD Coach Academy will change your life. To find out more, go to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit Timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. Could hiring an attention coach really help you move forward? (laughs) Does a child get wet when they dive into a swimming pool? You can get started moving forward today. Just call Dig Coaching Practice at 813-837-8084 and schedule a free consultation. Tell us you heard about us on Attention Talk Radio and get 50% off your discovery session. For more information, visit digcoaching.com. Don't delay, do it today. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody. We are wrapping up the end of a five-part series on managing food. We go back to the beginning of it, ADHD and an executive function are a bit of a challenge. Planning is a challenge. The idea is really understanding and making decisions of what's going to work for you. There's a continuum. On one end, it's open the bag and eat it right now. There's not a lot of planning. There's not a lot of stuff. You just, it's like uh, you just go to fast food and you eat it right now. Right? You might have to wait in line and hopefully it's quick. Um, a lot of people struggle with that. The other side is the, the I'm going to make meals from scratch, a balanced meal three times a day. Uh, with a lot of variety, probably not something you're going to do. What's going to work for you? Somewhere in the middle. How do you figure out what's going to work for you? My advice to you is self-awareness, right? Look at your behavior. Don't focus on what you think you should do. Focus on what you'll actually do. You'll have a better chance of getting there, right? The idea is there's a little bit of a balance here. I've always said like, early and stuff for me, as I went through, I took a look at things that I eat all the time. That's my menu. I actually wrote it up, stuck it on my refrigerator, so that's what it is. I'm hungry. I go look at that. What I do is I keep staples in my house for the most part that will make, take care of all that stuff. I have a lot of condiments that I keep around. They're not as perishable, but fresh stuff. I get that stuff, but I do it uh, more on a minimal type basis where I eat a lot of it one time. <clears throat> that way I have some things up there. I minimize the thinking that I have to do in shopping because I have a list of all the things that I buy on a regular basis, and when I'm out of something, I just circle it. So when it's time to go shopping, I just grab the list and go. I realize some of you will struggle with that a little bit, cause, but, again, it's what do you do? Maybe you tell Alexa um, what you need on your shopping list, and you go to stores there. Uh, again, the idea is to pay attention to what works. Maybe use post notes because you can move those things around. You know, because you're upstairs in the bathroom. Oh my God, I got to get some eggs today. So you write it down, and you, the post-its I like. If you have a sheet of paper, you write it all down, but it's all in one sheet of paper. If you have a post-it, you can move that that stuff around. So on one side of it, you sit there and say, "Hey, listen, I like to eat a more balanced meal." But you know, it's the it's the tediousness. Well, you know, you might want to go to the grocery store, buy one of those rotisserie chickens, get some potato salad, a bag of salad. All right? 
for some of you, that's going to be too much. Maybe you go to the store and you, you buy one of those pre-done meals that you just stick. Some of you, that's you're not going to go to the store. Some of you are going to want to join one of those like dinner done or those uh, blue nun or whatever where they just they show up at the door and they're pre-made or that you have to modularly make those. Um, other you have the wherewithal where you'll go out there and you'll sit down and you'll do this on a regular basis in an entertaining type environment. Again, the idea is to sit down and identify who you are, what you will do, and what works for you. Um, that's the hardest part of people with ADHD is they look in this nuanced type of world and they, they make it really a bit more complicated. But again, simplicity, keep it simple. The last piece of it is, is the emotional side of food. Um, people have a tendency to eat what they have, they feel like in that particular moment. That's why I liked my system because I got the variables, right? Oh, another thing that I bring in is whenever I'm making a big meal, I always like to break it all down. So Thanksgiving, I make a big turkey. In my family, we have this thing called king chicken. It's a casserole that we make that requires either turkey or chicken. I don't like eating turkey uh, chicken sa- turkey sandwiches when it's over with. So I immediately, when I'm doing cleaning up, I actually take the the turkey and I put it into this casserole. Then I boil the carcass and I make a soup out of it. Kind of all at one time when this stuff is all happening at the same time. So didn't mean to digress to get too detailed. But again, my my suggestion to you, most important thing through all this stuff is take a look at your existing behavior. Take a look at what you've done historically. Take a look at what you eat. Once you identify your current behavior, what you do, go through and tweak it slowly just a piece here, just a piece there. Revamping your entire system and having an expectation that you're going to do something you've never do is probably unrealistic. But if you can sit there and say, yeah, this is what I eat. This is what I can do. Kind of accept that. Play the ball where it is. That's my advice and what I found to be the most helpful for people with ADHD long term. For those that tuned into the series expecting I was going to say do this, do that, I hope you understand is it's really complicated now that we kind of get down to it. One end touches the other end. It's 360 degrees. And so I'm sorry I don't have that specific stuff. But as I've said to people before, if you read a tip, trick, or strategy in the book, it works for about 10 to 12% of the people, which is the one you hear talking about it. The ones that you don't hear is that there. We're drowning in a sea of strategies because there's so many different ways of doing it. A lot of it doesn't work. So the idea is you end up having a problem solved. So with that, it took me 12 years to pull this stuff together because this is incredibly complicated when you really understand it. Again, if you look at yourself, acknowledge your behavior, and say this is what it is and problem solve for it, I think you'll find a little bit more success. So with all that, we'll wrap this show up. Again, our secret word tonight is clean up. And with that, we hope you've enjoyed the show. We hope you've enjoyed the series. We hope you've got some insights. Catch us next week for another great edition of Attention Talk Radio. Take care.